titles. Go. The guy in blue. Tug and fart. <laughs> Got me griefed. I pound the tots. Peanut butter and good, good sandwich. <laughs> Lamb's what? <clears throat> the full peppish. I'm not fat. I'm herniated. Fresh squared chicken. <laughs> We're all a Endorpho Terrans? Hell insurance. Internally decapitated. Convoluted. All right, let's uh, let's do this. Warning: What you are about to hear contains explicit language, adult themes, and potentially disturbing content. The views and opinions expressed are those of the hosts and do not reflect the opinions of anyone else, anywhere, ever in the history of the world. This podcast is intended for an immature audience and should not be listened to by anyone, anywhere, ever in the history of the world. You know. Fuck it. You've been warned. Hello, welcome to this week's edition of Geek Pod. I'm your host, Paul. I'm Hugh. Oops. I'm Jack. Guys, what's got you geeked? Well, kind of your lighting, Paul. You look better than you usually do. Did you change something? Yeah, I'm not like that. Ah, perfect. So, uh, you know, I wanted to talk about something that excited me this week. You know, like I've I got a pretty rocking peanut butter and hazelnut chocolate sandwich in my uh, uh, cooler over here for when Corbs talks about sports later. Did you know Aldi has keto bread, no sugar added peanut butter, and there's a company called Good Good that makes this chocolate hazelnut stuff that's zero sugar. Nice. It's no. fucking amazing. Yeah, but... I'd like to talk about all that, but I'm going to take a page from Corb's book, and I'm going to talk about what's got me griefed. See, that's what it should be, griefed. See what I did there? Um, so on Tuesday, yesterday, uh, I had a doctor's appointment. I was going in because, you know, they, they moved the uh, the the guidelines down. You should start getting checked, you know, get a colonoscopy at like 45, 46 instead of 50. So I've been trying to get in. I had to get in and do the uh, the initial consult where I talked to the doctor and they're like, well, this is what we do. This is where we stick it, blah, blah, blah. You know, I mean, everybody already knows what you're going to go through, but they have to have a, a meeting where you talk about that, which was a good thing because on Friday I had something come up that was kind of a gastro issue anyway. Um, I thought I'd pulled a muscle at first on the lower left side of my stomach and it felt like it felt like a pulled muscle, but I, it was a little weird. And then as the pain got bigger, I noticed that it felt a little deeper. It, it was a lot like a pulled muscle, but I knew that that wasn't it. And then I started noticing that when I, I moved and the pain hit, I could not feel pain through my intestines. But the way I described it, it's almost like a little tug. And I immediately okay. had to fart every time this happened. Um, fast forward two more days, and now I've got fairly bad pain on my side. I have just got gas running through my system constantly over and over. I'm just like, I, I have not stopped farting. You know, I'm probably farting every three minutes, you know, and big ones too. And 
So I'm like, this definitely seems like a gastro thing. And what I, I was concerned because it presents a whole lot like diverticulitis, which is something that my uh, my wife has and her mother has and her brother has with a lot of experience with that. And I mean, this is exactly what they go through. So I get there, you know, we, we talk about, you know, the prep I have to do and getting scheduled for all of that. And then I bring this up and she's like, well, it could be a hernia or it, it could be, you know, diverticulosis. We're going to go ahead and sign you up for a CAT scan or, you know, do the dye thing. You swallow the dye and they look at your inside so we can determine, you know, which one it is. And I'm, I'd be really disappointed if it's diverticulitis because I already, man, it's such a pain in the ass to cook keto and diverticulitis. Say if it's just, I don't know. Anyway, she starts feeling my stomach. She feels over on the side where I have the pain. And that's what made her think, well, where it is, it could just be a hernia and maybe they're unrelated. And then she feels the top of my stomach. She says, do a sit up for me or half a sit up. So I do half a sit up. So I go in there for one thing, planning to bring up a second thing and walk out with a third diagnosis. So I know I'm fat. But apparently this thing right here under my, you know, let's call them my titties, you know, it, where it sticks out, I have a ventral hernia, which uh, apparently they can start as not being painful, but then become incredibly painful is basically where it pops up and separates a little mm -hmm. and your organs are coming up in the middle. And I just thought I was fat. You know, my wife's like, you carry your fat really high, you know, that stage. That's what we thought it was this entire time. Um, but no, apparently I have a hernia in the center of my abdomen, uh, it doesn't cause me pain yet. And I'm just like, hooray, that's awesome. I'm glad I learned something new today, but yeah, that's it. So fuck it. Who's next? <laughs> well, no, unless somebody wants to talk about it, go ahead. But oh, my question becomes is what can they, what do they do for it? Is it something that can, it can be, is it something that can be fixed? Is it something that just, I, I think from what I briefly looked at, cause I, I briefly looked it up when I got home just to find out if it ever shows up without pain. Cause I don't have any pain here and that yes, they, they generally, when they start, they don't have pain. Uh, I guess they can fix it with surgery, but you know, I mean, I'm always going to run into the issue every time, you know, anyone wants to do surgery, but you're too fat. Like even my colonoscopy, get this. So I've been losing weight steadily. My doctor scale had me at like three seventeen when I was there a month ago. Okay. Uh, my scale on Friday had me at three eleven. All right. I walk in there. I'm 328. Yeah. And it's because all the scales are fucking different. So, yeah. yeah. So, so they won't do my colonoscopy right now because my BMI is too high. I have to lose 12 pounds and I'm like, fuck it. I, I have come check my scale at home. I have. Jeez. And, and Bring I your scale because... with you next time. Be like, hold on. I'll lose it right now. <laughs> because I've been checking my weight every day. So I know that I've been continually dropping. I didn't gain. I mean, what is that? Uh, almost 20 pounds yeah. over the course of three days. No, Friday and then Saturday, I was still three, 311. I was a little bit lower. 311.7, uh, uh, 311.3. So in the matter of three days, I didn't gain 20 pounds. I might be some bloated from all this gas shit, but um, yeah, I'm irritated. So now I have to go in in the middle of April for a weigh-in to see, because otherwise they have to send me to the hospital because the anesthesiologist won't do it as an outpatient procedure. Off mic, I want to tell you about something else. That there might be another option. Okay. Just another option for sticking a camera up my butt? Oh, goody, Paul. I can't wait. <laughs> that's that's exactly just, what I'm talking are you, about. Are you talking about the thing where you swallow it and they they look at... Not not the camera. You're into some shit, dude. Like you, You're talking about shoving cameras up your ass and swallowing stuff? No, I'm talking about cool. shitting in a box. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I I didn't know if it was a medicine or what. Yes, I actually know what you're talking about, Paul. I opted not to go with that because it's not quite as accurate. And oh. my father died of stomach cancer. So So um, you're gonna be I'm yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. doing the 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 full uh, I don't know what you want to call it, but all right. Well yeah. now we don't need to talk about it off mic since we're doing it now on mic. Um it's, but no, we'll that, call that's it... what my doctor pushed for. Okay. We'll so. call it the full tepish, as in Vlad Tepish, who used to you know, stick poles up his enemies' butts and hang them there while he ate dinner. So it's the full pepish. Yeah, this is a real serious <laughs> question, though, Hugh. Though for you, it has been about three minutes. Have you farted yet? Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm just sitting okay. here just farting. You can't see the cloud. Just. <laughs> I'm just asking. It's a. It's a medical question. <laughs> All right, Corb. Do you want to go, or do you want me to go? Uh, you can go, man. It's fine. All right, so you got me excited about food, Hugh, because I'm like, cool, somebody else is geeked out about food. I'm geeked out about this. I just so. talked about my ass mostly, and you're excited well, about food. Well, you were talking about a peanut butter and good, good sandwich. I don't know what it was, but it was – Um, so, like, as you guys know, I'm taking on more hours for my second job right now because I have to pay Uncle Sam back, which fucking sucks. So with my second job, I'm doing about 30 hours on top of my 40. So I was like, what can I do? like for the week. So I'm starting to meal prep meals for the week. So um, a couple of times, Emily and I have made tater tot casserole. Have you guys ever had that before? I've, I don't know if I've had it, but I've, I've heard, heard of it. it and it sounds oh. fucking delightful. Dude. Okay. So you got the tots. You got to start with the tots. So um, usually we do about a pound, but I was like, fuck it. We'll do five pounds of tots, <laughs> five pounds of burger meat, um, the cheese, the bacon bits, the chives, all that good shit. Like literally it's like Mondo burger, like the movie good burger, but it's like a tater tot casserole. Like Emily's like, Oh, we only like need two pounds of meat. I'm like four pounds of meat, five pounds of meat. She's like only one I pound just of have a question. How much what? do the two of you want to weigh? Seriously. Honestly. <laughs> well, like I said, I'm working about 70, 75 hours a week. I'm just burning it off because with my second job, just walking around, I walk about like 28 to 35,000 steps a day when I'm working there. So literally I just burn it off. Like, I am probably bigger than I should be, but I'll, if I tell you the weight on camera, you'll probably tell me to go fuck off. <laughs> so, no, well, hey, but that's just, what we're here for. So go for it. I think last time I weighed myself, I was about 185 pounds. I remember that. Oh. <laughs> that was middle school. Yeah. I, was, I was in uh, 10th grade when I went down. But no, seriously, though, like I know some of us suffer from diabetes on this podcast, but it's delightful. But... And I suffer from diabetes all the time, not just when I'm on not just on the podcast. Yeah, that's but not also, how it works, Jack. It's... But like, get the sour cream for the tater tot casserole. And literally, Emily, no, Emily was like, oh, can I have some? I'm like, it's gone. I'm not sharing that shit. It's, it's all mine. It's <laughs> she's, <gone>. like, well, <laughs> she, she's like, but I helped make it with you. I'm like. It's gone. Dude, Paul, like, see, it, right? <laughs> it sounds like him and Emily are headed for a future like yours. <laughs> but no, I don't. But it, it's so good though. Like it's like she's like, well, I see some in the in the fridge. I can have some of that. I'm like, no, that that's mine. You're not touching that. No. <laughs> <laughs> but what has me geeked is a tater tot casserole, which what Paul said it was delightful. Was delightful. Was yeah, because all five pounds are gone. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right here. <laughs> So, Jack, when you make it, do you put like half half the tater tots in the bottom and half that on top? You got it. Like so, so that that's like the bun, and everything else is like the, yeah. the very nice. Mm-hmm. So, I think my son might like that, so I think I may try. Yeah, I'll give so you a is it a giant so tater tot sandwich then? It's what it sounds like. Yeah, it sounds like it's, it's just like a loaded baked potato, basically. 
Yeah, it so sounds about um like a, a blood sugar of 287 to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but so good. Yeah, your son would definitely like that. Okay. Nice. So I guess it's my turn, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, it's just a number. It's 34. In a row? Uh, it depends on when this comes out. It's about a month until I leave for Georgia. So when when do you leave for Georgia? I leave on April. Give me a second. I'll give you the exact date. I won't be here the night of the podcast, so it's April. so April fifth. You're leaving. April fifth. Okay. We're leaving April fifth. I don't know. I, I don't know what time yet, but it's probably going to be sometime between like, I'll say five and eight o'clock. We're, we're driving it. We're driving through the night to get down there Thursday morning so that we can. Um, we can't get in. We can't get in our hotel until the afternoon. So we're going to find a place. We're going to play golf the first day we're down there. So. Because so, that's the only day that the four of us that are going to golf up here together. Just mm-hmm. Thursday is the only day that we're going to have together. So we don't we don't want to be driving down on Thursday. Right. Down Thursday afternoon. And then Justin and I got to go to bed early on Thursday night because we're going Friday morning to the tournament. So he, we got to be up early to be there. So we're going to be in bed, you know, early as nine o'clock or something like that to be because we got to be up at like. I want to say like four, four o'clock, four thirty, because it's an hour and a half trip there. So you get up around four. We're gonna we gotta leave. I think you get in, start getting in at six thirty or seven o'clock. So we gotta leave by six. Right. Get, get through security and all the shit. Yeah. And, yep. Yeah, because you and you, you don't park like right next to the gate. You park like a mile away. So you gotta walk a mile in. And it's you know ten thousand of your closest friends. Right. Trying to go through two two spots, so it's not something where you just walk up and, and get in. So, so how close is your hotel? How close is your hotel to uh, the to Augusta? Um, we're about an hour yeah. outside of Augusta. We're Augusta is just over the border in Georgia. We're staying just over the border in South Carolina. We're staying in Columbia, South Carolina. Hey, Corbs, can I give you some advice? Sure. Let me tell you how this will work if I hadn't said this to you right now so you can keep it in mind. You're going to go on uh, – you're going to go, hey, we need to get to bed at about 7 o'clock. Somebody's going to be like, hey, we're all together. We're away from the women. Let's just have a drink or two. All yeah. of a sudden, it's 4 in the morning, and you're going to bed, and yeah. you've got to get up in an hour to go to the golf tournament. Don't do that. You'll regret it. Yeah. <laughs> you can foresee that happening. I really can. <laughs> the only, only reason why I say that is because um, – my buddy Mark doesn't drink. Now he used to drink, and he used to drink like to get blackout drunk. Every time he drank, it was blackout drunk. Like he would, we'd go to golf tournaments, and he wouldn't remember the golf tournament. Um, so my buddy, my buddy Justin and Sean both drink, and Justin drinks to excess at times. He's gotten better, and Sean is kind of the same way. So when we're together, drinking becomes a big thing. Usually sit around. We have a few drinks at the golf course or whatever on the weekends and stuff like that. So, I am afraid that that's probably going to happen on Friday night or Thursday night when we're there, yeah. and maybe even Friday night when we're when we get when he Justin finally gets back and we all kind of get together again on Friday night um, because they're not going until Saturday afternoon. So we have Friday night to kind of sit around and shoot the shit and hang out, hang out the four of us, yeah. and there'll be a bunch of other people down there at that time. Like Justin's brother will be coming into town from he's he lives down in Columbia. He's coming into town to go. Um, our buddy Mitch and his brother are coming in from Syracuse. A couple of guys are flying in from other parts of the country that you know, Kelly knows and Justin knows. They're we're all kind of meeting in Columbia 
and we're going to be hanging out there. So everybody will be there on Friday night. So it'll probably be just a big jam party. And the hotel we're staying at is booked and everybody there is going to the tournament. So, so you're going to be in a group with a group of people that are going to be in the same location. So you'll everybody will kind of be hanging out and talking and stuff like that. So. No, when I went to celebration, Hugh is right. Um, the first night there, we got there a couple hours early, then an hour early, then a half hour early. Last day, my friend and I, we partied the night before, got there five minutes before, before <laughs> the gates opened. Because we, we fucked it up. We drank way too much the night before. We're like, we're here. Yeah, you just don't want your once-in-a-lifetime experience to be marred by being Hard, Yeah, tarnished with it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I foresee maybe, like, having a drink or two before, before bed, because we're going to... We're literally going to be up for over 24 hours. Uh-huh. I mean, if we all ride together, we can kind of break up the driving and we can sleep a little bit, which is kind of what we'll probably end up doing a little bit. But now we're talking about Sean and Mark driving and Mark and Sean's truck and us running a car. So we'll have a second car down there so we can get around a little bit easier. So, but that's still, still to be determined. So, but yeah, it's about a month away before, before I, I get ready to leave. So I'm, I'm getting excited. I did realize that it's, you know, I realized that over the weekend that it was about about five weeks. That's my phone. Ma, the phone! Yeah, well, it's, it's actually, it actually is, I guarantee it is my mom. I tried to call her tonight when I was coming home from work. She's at my sister's for the week. I was going to say, doesn't she live with you? Yeah, <laughs> no, she's staying with my sister because she has a bunch of doctor's appointments this week. Gotcha. So Katie takes them to her, so... so. You want me to hop on Facebook and message her and say, hey, I'll call you later. He's recording. No. <laughs> you know, the name of the episode that we record the night he leaves without him should be the devil went down to Georgia. He was looking for some balls to steal. Oh, that's good. That's Save good. that. <laughs> but yeah, so that's just uh, for me. It's, 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 you know, it's one of those things that I'm, I'm getting pretty, I'm getting pretty geeked about it. You know, uh, I'm watching golf. As you should. I'm watching golf every weekend. You know, I, matter of fact, Bryce and I went out to dinner tonight, and of course, I stopped over at Dick's and looking at golf clubs and stuff like that. Not that I'm buying a new set of clubs. We're <laughs> Bryce and I were joking about the clubs. I mean, we looked, and you can get a, a set of seven clubs. So it's a five iron through, I think, a pitching wedge or a lob wedge or whatever it might be, for like twelve hundred dollars. Yeah, it's not even a full set of clubs. No, because you need a three iron. That's... Right. And so Paul can break it. Those ones break easy. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're, so we're looking at. We're, I, we obviously I, I always look at golf clubs. You know, I go and look at stuff like and shit like that. So, but it was you know, it's just for me. Like I said, it's just it's getting closer. So it's getting a little more exciting. And then uh, Saturday night, Kelly and I are going out to Funny Bone. We're going to see a, co- a comedian at Funny Bone, uh, Samuel Cormier. Wasn't Com- he a fighter? No, I'm sorry, Camro. Okay. He's a, I think that was Daniel, not Samuel. And he's a so he's a he's a comedian. He's got Tourette's. Oh boy. Yeah, so it's pretty it's it's pretty funny. He's he we saw him last year when he was here, so we're going again this year. She really likes him, so uh, she texted me. She's like, "Hey, do you want to go?" I'm like, "Yeah, why not?" You know, I, I enjoy the show. We wanted to go see uh, Josh Blue last month. I don't know if you guys know guys who know who Josh yes. is. He's a uh, He's got like cerebral palsy or something like that. Mm. He's hysterical too, but we didn't get a chance to see him. We're hoping he comes back either over the summer or next year. We can get a chance to go and see him. So. Very cool. That's it. I'm done. I'm All done. right. Have. 
Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess it's my turn. Um, I I was questioning you about the date you were leaving because it kind of rolls into what's got me excited. And that's, we are 30 days away from WrestleMania 39. Woohoo! Which we, we, we had to take a month off because of Madison, but we're going to do the big two night, uh, except for Corbs who's leaving, apparently. He gone. Um, Fuck this wrestling shit. Uh, two night um, event at my house. So right. I'm Let's... looking forward to that. The The planning has begun. Um, I, I have uh, I, I have a feeling we're going to have a good time. I think it's going to be cool. I just, you know, are we going to like do an in memoriam for Chad Gable? Is he going to die? Did you not see the fucking Cody cutter he took on Monday? Oh, night yes. Night? Like right out what? of the fucking bridge of his forehead. Yeah, I, oh, I, I like that. I Well, no, I think he sold it that way. I think he's actually fine. But that that was one of the few times that, you know, they sold a move in a way that it was it was looked so devastating. Like I was, oh, fuck, immediately went to Google to see if he was OK. Right. I forgot about that. Yeah, that was a holy shit moment. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and so that's April 1st and 2nd. Um, I, I, I considered uh, running a contest to uh, allow a lucky listener to come hang out with us for it. But I mean, really, do we want those kind of people at my house? What kind of people? The kind that would actually go out of their way to watch our show. Again, what kind well, of yeah? There's like three people that watch our show. I mean, four, four, and one of them's in uh, England now, right? You, your your buddy what? from work. Uh, he's in Scotland, and he Scotland. probably hasn't caught up yet. So okay, so he might win the contest in a couple of years. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're gonna fly him over continental. Or no, something. yeah, no. We are not flying anybody over, Jack. Do not say that. <laughs> <laughs> On the new Geek Pod credit card, which is in Jack's name. Right. Oh fuck! <laughs> I already maxed it out. It it probably had like a ten dollar limit. <laughs> I thought Jack, it was, you gotta oh, yeah. a, Jack, you got to find a third job now to pay for the. Seriously, <laughs> I got to break more TVs, right, Corbs? There you go. <laughs> no, no. That's all right. Um, we got live we... on tater tot casserole. <laughs> We, uh, we, actually, we actually got a uh, we ordered another TV for oh, who broke this one no, just, we, we don't know yet just not even, we didn't even open it yet that's tomorrow's project outstanding yeah. but Wrestlemania Paul should be good oh look at that what What? alright keep going with you. Joel yeah. he even looks like Joel tonight what's going on what's up kids perfect hey, timing Kev, what's got uh, you geeked Oh, did you guys just start? Really? Yeah, yeah, we've been going. We've been going. We figured you were you weren't coming. So well, I yeah, I didn't think I was either. I had some friends over and I haven't seen them in a long time. So I didn't know. I don't know. I didn't want to kick them out. Right. I don't blame you for that. Um, so you you hit it just the right time. I just finished talking about what had me geeked, which is our WrestleMania um event at my house. Um so feel free to jump in. It's your turn. Oh, I don't know. Um, what's got me geeked? I don't know. I, 
not the weather. I'm not happy about the winter so far, so it's not that. Um, let's see. Uh, what's got me geeked? Um, I don't know. If you put up your background, that have yeah, you're in the darkness right yeah, now. Yeah, I I don't know what happened there. I don't know if I have it on this computer. No honesty. Uh oh. I'll work out that in a minute. Um. Uh. How about uh? I don't know. Just glad to see some friends that I haven't seen in a while, and um. I don't know. Things are going pretty good. So good. there you go. I tell you what, since we've been away, I've, I, Cassie and I have I've watched some pretty interesting shows. So what's got me geeked is being able to talk about those here in a few minutes. So nice. how about I would go with that? Um, I'm going to probably ruin it for you now, but we won't be talking about The Mandalorian because half of us haven't seen it yet. No, that's fine. That's fine. Um, and I'll get my light turned on here. Sorry about that. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of like the creepy dark. I, this, <laughs> well, we can. I can leave it like that. But I mean, and you whatever. can insist you have your background on, and no one can tell you that you don't. So you have your geek pot <laughs> that is, hat. That on, is kind of so weird, isn't it? Hat on, so I mean, the geek pot hat. You can see the green. Oh, <laughs> all right. There you go. No, not Mandalorian. Although Kathy and I did watch it earlier. Um, we watched Mandalorian, and we were gonna we were gonna watch the Bad Batch. We got through most of it. Um, but uh, Mando, wow, okay, but go ahead. Well, I'm good, <laughs> don't I'm go good. there. I'm good, okay. I'm good. All right, well, I, I just, just told them, didn't have well, time. That's yeah. yeah, and there's more good TV coming out too. Look, uh, on <laughs> yeah, March we have 12th, a whole so... segment for that. I know, I'm I I got I got a lot of stuff to be geeked about. I mean, but it's all about stuff that we got to talk about in other segments. I mean, <laughs> yeah. there's good shows we've been watching. <laughs> I'm playing games now, and I got lots of stuff to talk about. But it's for all other segments. So there you go. Well, perfect. Why don't we roll right into that? And why don't you start us off with the players club? So this is the video game segment, right? Yes. Okay. 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 I, I'm, I'm just getting caught up. I'm just getting caught up. And I'm trying to find my background. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Um, that was kind of a dick move to have him start God off. Damn it. I don't have it downloaded. All right. I'll, I'll figure that out. Um, so, okay. So a very good friend of mine, you may know, you may know him, uh, uh loaned me his, uh, PS4. Yeah. That would be the guy in blue right there. And He's a douche. I have been playing, holy fuck, I have been playing The Last of Us. Not only have I been playing Last of Us, but I have been able to play through and catch up after every single episode. So a couple of episodes ago, we've been away for two weeks, right? So three weeks ago, I or so, I forget when Paul got me the system, but I got it. And I, I immediately, almost immediately caught up. It was, didn't take me too long. Um, I got caught up and I said, okay, I'm going to stop here. Go ahead. What? Let's lay out the whole story for you. Okay. You browbeat me that night on the podcast <laughs> to bring the system in. I brought it into work the next day and I shit you not. I turn around and he has the fucking system hooked up at work <laughs> on one of the monitors on the desk. That's did. great. I totally did. <laughs> Pulls totally me away did. from me doing my job to log in so he could <laughs> fucking download The Last of Us at work <laughs> in front of our boss. Who knew? He, la he was laughing it off. He didn't care. <laughs> he didn't give a shit. No. He's like, he's like, what is this? I'm like, oh, it's a government work. It's government work. It's okay. <laughs> but I mean, it just we just hooked it up so that we could download and just download the update. That's all I did. Right. As soon as it downloaded, it downloaded. I mean, 
Paul had to log in for his for his credentials. I mean, I don't know if this is illegal. I don't know. It's his machine. It's his credentials. Whatever. Yeah, it's it's mine. Um, it's just hooked up at your house. I uh, downloaded the uh, the 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 game because he had it in his digital library. So I downloaded Last of Us, the digital remastered or whatever the the yeah. What is it called? The the remastered version. It's just the one that yeah, came yeah. out for the PS4. Yeah. Okay. They made so it prettier. It. Oh my God! It is so awesome. It is so awesome. Took it home. I've been only only been able to play it a few times. I don't really have a lot of hours into it. And, it, and I had a couple spots where I got caught, you know, where I was like, ah, how do I get through this? I don't know. I don't understand everything I try. I keep getting freaking hand, my ass handed to me. And I'm just playing story mode. It's just me. It's just me against the game. Um, and I finally, you know, I figured it out. I, I figured out what you got to do. How do you, you know, how do you, how do you sneak up to a runner? How do you kill a clicker? How do you either kill or get away from a bloater? I mean, I figured it all out and I, I've just been having the greatest time. Naughty Dog makes the most amazing story-based games. There is no question in my mind why this game was made into a multi-part TV movie. That's what it is. It's not a short, it's not a it's not a miniseries. This is a movie that has been cut up into multiple one-hour sections. It is phenomenal. Pedro Pascal and the girl who plays Ellie, I don't know her name. Fantastic, phenomenal, absolutely Bella phenomenal actress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Kathy, she's down, my wife, she's down here, you know, kind of watching, kind of not watching, but sitting, paying attention. She goes, is that Pedro Pascal, the voice for Joel? I'm like, no. You sure? Uh, and she goes, was the game based on Pedro's performance? I'm like, no, no, no. The game has pre-existed the show for like years. Oh, really? She's just like, she's blown away. And so am I. And it's no wonder. I don't know if you guys have seen the interview that Pedro had where he talked about how he got, he was on um, the Euro European guy there, the he, English guy. Yeah, Graham, Graham Graham Norton. Graham Norton. He was down there, he's talking about how he got the, the role, and he got called, and it's late at night, and he took an Ambien, and he doesn't remember the call, and he wakes up in the morning, he's like, oh my God, did I get the job, did I get the job? He calls him back up, he's like, and he didn't, didn't really know, and they're like, and they're talking to him like he got the job, and he wasn't sure. It was hilarious, absolutely fucking hilarious. I honestly don't think, by what I have seen, by the after show talks they do with the, with the creators the after show talks and what I understand about how they made the show I don't honestly believe they sought anyone else to be Joel I think they they, they wanted Pedro and if they weren't going to get him who the fuck knows what would have happened <laughs> I know Jensen Ackles really tried hard to get the role really? oh really yeah mm. nice I think that would have been very different, but that would have been cool too. It would have been good. I, I'm not sure if maybe he's slightly too young. He's like 45 today. So, I mean, I would have loved it, but I, I think that maybe they made a better choice there. Mm -hmm. 
You think you think Pedro is a good choice? Yes. Yeah, I, I do now. I, he took some getting used to. Um, just be, it was the lack of the, the beard. The beard threw me, and I told you about the whole Mandalorian connection threw me. Yeah. But um, I've gotten over that now. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm. So I'm so just so just taken with the whole story, and the gameplay. Uh, uh, it's just. Oh, I'm. Oh, hold on. Get a mirror. There we go. All right, there we go. I'm back. <laughs> um, I am just wicked taken with the story, and I I love the whole thing. I absolutely love what they talk about at the end of each episode, and they talk about how and why they change certain things. Is everybody caught up on Last of Us? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So what I said in our text chat was I saw what I thought was a spoiler. The spoiler is this. I had to play through the end of where Joel got stabbed. I had to play through long enough to get to the point where I could save the game and stop. And what I saw was that I was controlling Ellie. Nice. Outstanding. So I had to stop it and I haven't played it again because we just watched it the other, you know, last night or whatever or Monday, whatever it was, they haven't had a chance to get back on the game console. So I, I didn't know, I had a feeling, pretty good feeling that they didn't kill him off, and they didn't kill him off in the story, but all of a sudden they're playing Ellie, and I'm like, whoa, what the fuck's, you know, what hey, happened? Let me jump in here and help you with something. The, the story we saw this past week about Ellie and her friend, that doesn't happen next in the game. That was actually no, no. DLC. No, no, I know. Oh, oh, oh okay. really? It was DLC? Yes. Now, I'm not saying you don't control no her and move on, but probably what you're about to start is what we're about to see this Sunday. Right. Well, and I understand. See, I understand what they're doing. They're trying to give backstory, like the group in Kansas. They're trying to give backstory to things that really are only speed bumps in the game. So they gave a backstory to Ellie and her ability to take charge and I totally get that. I totally get what the can can you tell I'm I'm like completely yeah. bought into this whole fucking Do you love franchise. It? You love it. I love it. Absolutely <laughs> love it. Now I don't know if you can stop and play the DLC now so that you can stay with the, the, the TV storyline or not, to be honest with you. Uh but they they wanted to flesh out her her background and her story, and they did it later on after the game was released. Gotcha. Love it. I just I absolutely love it. And 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 to watch to watch the creators talk about how connected they are with this game is just like mind blowing. It, I, all the scenes, the scenes where the scenes where um, Henry shot himself, um, the 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 storyline where um, uh, what was the next one? The next one it was so so. Oh, oh Joel getting stabbed. I mean. The story, oh, oh, the conversation, the conversation where uh, Joel was going to send Ellie off with Tommy and then and then she ended up with, with Joel. They talked about, after the show, they talked about how important that was to make that like the game. And it's and everybody was so concentrating on it. And, and the girl that plays Ellie and, and, and Pedro, they were like, oh, my God, it was so much pressure to make this happen. And then to see it in the game and to see it on the show, it was like, holy fuck. Thank you. And that's our midstream. Uh, Paul, why don't you drop your nuggets? 
right? Shows up. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't mean to just blow right through everything, but that's, I mean, that's where I've been the last two weeks. Right. Well, not, anyway. not a problem because this at least fills out the segment because I really don't have much more movement. Movement. All I can say is the DLC dropped on Midnight Suns for Venom. I've already unlocked Venom. Still loving this game. Um, I think that's going to be the first game that I ever actually 100% complete. Wow. wow. So, yeah. I am 53% through the game now. I, it slid back. I was further, and then they released the DLC, which brought my percentage back down. <laughs> when, when you get your PlayStation back, you'll have at least three games that you will have finished. Right. Well, it'll say I finished them. <laughs> you know, uh, Kevin, when you're done with this, you might want to look at the Uncharted series because that's also Naughty Dog. You and, hate uh, you. What? I hate you. <laughs> you'll, you'll enjoy them because the storytelling is that good but uh, i was just gonna say i'm still playing elden ring and and you have a lot in your plate now kevin which is too bad because i really wanted to tell you that when you're done with last of us you need to play elden ring um just i i'm still i i'm i'm it evokes that same feeling that fallout did for me of exploration like i'm just wandering around i have no idea what i'm supposed to do i pick up little snippets here and there but for the most part i'm still just figuring out oh there's a fucking shack over there and there's a big chasm between us how do i get there and just it it's mind-blowing the, the the fact that you know that it's game of the year of last year doesn't surprise me in the least it's excellent and they announced dlc That's for that neat. this week Perfect. so they're working on uh, an expansion to come out later this year hopefully which uh, I don't know if I'll even have the game completed by next year. So it may not matter. I've heard it's expansive. Yeah. It's fucking huge. Yeah. Uh so the Corbett twins. Do you guys uh you guys aren't playing anything, are you? Been way too busy working. I figured. Nope. All right. Then I think it's the perfect time for Cavs tabletop review. All right, so I I I got to apologize because I have not had an opportunity to even look at new tabletop games. I've been spending way too much time on console <laughs> playing and video exactly games. Exactly why I don't own console games because when I have opportunities, that's where I'll spend my time. Um, but so I'm going to take this opportunity to plug my favorite uh, review site where I find all the information I use. Uh, about tabletop games, whether it's card games, dice games, board games, or any other kind of game that you play with friends on a tabletop, go to boardgamegeek.com and you will find information about anything that you could possibly uh, be interested in. You see something in a, in, a, in, a, in a game store, go to boardgamegeek.com and look up what other people are saying about it and you will not be disappointed the reviews there are fantastic. The video playthroughs are fantastic. Um, uh, some of the folks are a little bit uh, difficult to stomach, but if you're watching this podcast, Sorry. you're already past that. Yeah. Um, so uh, just boardgamegeek.com if you are interested. And this is not this is not a paid promotion. Uh, really? It's just a website that I found. I, I happen to know about the guy that runs the site and uh, or has a big big part in the site. 
So uh, it's, a, it's a resource that I trust and I use every chance I get. The best part about BoardGameGeek.com is if you are looking for a game that is entry level, that, that easy, low barrier to entry kind of game, you can find it there. If you're looking for something a little bit higher end because you've got some friends that are a little bit more difficult to find games for, you can find it there. Also, if you live in the Syracuse area, whatever you find on BoardGameGeek.com, you can get at Play the Game, Read the Story. They are a fantastic resource. They have shelves just chuck full of games and other and toys and collectibles, all sorts of great resources. And they got some great folks behind the behind the counter. Again, not a paid endorsement. They just happen to be friends of ours. So boardgamegeek.com and read uh, play the game, read the story. Two great resources. And that's all I got for you this week. Perfect. Not bad for pulling it out of your ass quick. I like it. All right. Stick with us, guys. We'll be back with the news. Looking for the hottest new comic on the shelf or a key back issue to complete your run? How about that rare statue or action figure that you've scoured the internet looking for? Come to Collectibles Galore, located in North Syracuse with ample off-street parking. Collectibles Galore has a huge selection of comics, toys, and rare pop culture items you won't find anywhere else. Comics Galore is always buying comics and toys and will give you the fairest price for your collection. New customers get 15% off their first purchase in-store. Collectibles Galore for all of your pop culture needs. Stop in and see for yourself why Collectibles Galore is the king of comics. Scott Adams gives Joe Orsack or any other comic strip creators any ideas about, you know, coming out as a racist or bigot accidentally, I want to make something very clear. There are a few people too big to cancel. J.K. Rowling is one. She actually might be the only one. So my question is really clear. Is your name J.K. Rowling? If not, then don't say that vile thing you were itching to say, thinking somehow you will be the one to take down the woke mob. Unless you created the boy who lived, you are not too big to get taken all the way down. It took less than a weekend to destroy the career of the creator of Dilbert. He clearly overestimated his power and authority. How anyone, especially a published author, can think saying white people should get the fuck away from black people wasn't the end of his career is mind-boggling. What did you think would happen? Lowen Bobart would show up and fuck your brains out, and Trump would pick you as his running mate, Matt Getz would invite you across state lines to hang out with high schoolers. I hope you enjoy your new career of writing the comic strip for the last page of the Fundamental Church newsletters. Anyway, here's the news. First up, where we're going, we don't need vetting. 
There's been a ton of news lately about the Fox News team calling the stolen election theories bullshit behind the scenes and then pushing them on the air. Dominion Voting Systems is currently suing them for slander. While I'm not going to get into the well-known details of that, something did come out this week that kind of took me aback. Former attorney Sidney Powell was very vocal in fighting for Donald Trump and stating there was voting fraud found all over the place. She was all over Fox News with her claims and theories. Now, Fox anchor Maria Bartiromo hosted Powell in relation to a memo about election fraud stating that Dominion Voting Systems helped rig the election for Joe Biden. As part of this lawsuit, we now know some of the details behind this claim. In this memo, the unnamed source claims she gains insights from experiencing something like time travel in a semi-conscious state. She also said, who am I and how do I know all this? I've had the strangest dreams since I was a little girl. I was internally decapitated and yet I live. That sounds absolutely batshit crazy, right? But here's the kicker. This isn't information that came out later. Maria Bartiromo and Fox knew this before they went to air with Powell. That's right. They aired a story they knew had been made up by someone with serious mental issues, but never brought that up on screen. Spinning facts is one thing. If I said I had the best recipe for scallop potatoes, you might be interested. If I said the source of that recipe is my dog, whose favorite pastimes are licking her own asshole and eating cat turds out of the litter box, you might not be interested any longer. This is our number one news organization in the country, folks. Tucker Carlson, brought to you by Schizophrenia. Next up, but what about the second Lord of the Rings? You know, like Second Breakfast, like that didn't work. That fell flat. Warner Brothers has announced plans to make more Lord of the Rings movies based on the third age we are all familiar with. David Zaslav announced a plan to create a Star Wars-like movie franchise with the Lord of the Rings property. I think that will, means they'll make a bunch of movies the fans hate and then start cranking out awesome TV shows. I don't know. The public response to this is not quite positive, though. Mainly wondering if they're talking about a reboot. A reboot and what's really left to tell? A reboot? Did I make you laugh, Jack? Well, there are, are many things left out of Peter Jackson's trilogy. Those first three movies are generally accepted as being unrebootable, meaning there's no way to materially improve on them in any meaningful way. And let's be honest, there's no way you can get away with an all-white cast again this time. No way the online trolls and racists won't review bomb you for daring suggest that black people exist in Middle-earth unless they are orcs. They're perfectly fine with them being orcs. So it's just not going to work. Listen, I I'm not completely against revisiting Middle-earth, as I love those movies. I just don't think Alden Emmerich as a young Aragorn is really going to be the hit you think it is. <laughs> I mean, if you'd been smart, you would have made the TV show instead of letting Amazon take that over. At least the second age of Middle-earth is wide open for storytelling. Any retread, retelling, or prequel of the original trilogy will only highlight how impossible it is to improve on what is already done. Kind of like every episode of this podcast after episode 38. And finally... The high cost of living. So, the CW's terrorist golf program debuted last week. It garnered a high of, wait for it, 289,000 viewers. They sold their soul for a fraction of the audience of Supernatural. To put real context here, the last decade of Supernatural averaged between one and a half and two million viewers per episode. And that's it's not nearly as good spinoff. The Winchesters is doing better than Live Golf is. The rebooted Walker Texas Ranger doubles and triples those numbers regularly. And I take tons of crap about Supernatural, but even the U.S. ratings for Doctor Who beat Live Golf for fuck's sake. They are trying to spin it as they are very happy with the ratings. This is about what they expected, so... 
you expected your very rich, very evil golf show to be beaten by two brothers saving people and hunting things. That's about as sound a financial plan as sponsoring this podcast. And that's the news, kids. I'm going to leave you this week with a list of off-the-wall and crazy things my daughter has said lately. I've been jotting them down. Her brain is kind of like the Joker if the Joker was played by the Legion version of Aubrey Plaza. Paul's probably the only one that gets that. Um, things she has said recently. Um, just the other day, she said she said uh, one of our cats was a parkour god. Not too weird. This is where it gets bizarre. Fresh square chicken. Big fat Indiana pothole. Rock, scissor, paper, poop. Poop. You're such a little potato fairy. I have a cardboard burp. And finally, my favorite, she said this to me the other day while we were driving down the road. You're a weird pothole in a lamb's nest. Time to revisit the meds, I think. Good advice for us all. Paul? In other news, in 18th century London, you could purchase insurance against going to hell. Back to you, Corbs. Uh, so sports, uh, football is all over with, which is okay with me. Uh, pitchers and catchers reported for baseball, which is nice. Basically means baseballs are around the corner. Uh, I actually did watch a little spring training last week in between watching the live golf tournament. He was one was of the 200,000. I was. So, um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's about it. Uh, that much Don't you dare. I got a whole shoot. fucking sandwich to eat. You talk motherfucker. <laughs> 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 That's right. I'll bring uh, up I shoot, I shoot basketball. I can uh, talk about last of us if you want. I mean, <laughs> I mean, he's got to eat know. that good, good chocolate shoot, peanut butter. He does that good, good. Yeah, that peanut butter, sugar-free peanut butter. It is the twentieth so, anniversary, I mean, Corbs. Yeah, it's our twentieth anniversary of our uh, championship. Talk about that. Yeah, and he's and he's playing. He's playing like it's you know. Oh. 20 years later because they're they're fucking horrible this year. I mean, they're getting beat by teams that they never got beat by. Um, I saw something on I want to say on Google or something. I was look I looked up the cuz I knew they played last night. I don't watch the games cuz first of all the game wasn't on last night and it was something that was they played like Georgia Tech or something like that or Wake Forest or something and got beat by 20. So, uh there was a thing on uh, on Google feed or something like that that it this Saturday they play at home for the final time this year, their final home game this year. And this is, I believe is their final game of the, the season before the ACC tournament. And they're saying that this is the time that he just needs to walk away. He just needs to go. Uh, I, I think it's evident this year. I watched a few games. The, the, the player, the, the zone isn't working anymore. He doesn't know how to get out of it. He doesn't know he, all the guys on the team shoot three pointers. Now I know it's, that's what the game has become, but uh I think he's just lost touch with the players. But I think he's just kind of lost. No buts. But does he still throw his no jacket buts. and pick his nose? Oh, of course he picks his nose. nose. I always picks his nose. He doesn't wear a jacket anymore. He actually wears. Um, they took his jacket away. <laughs> they, 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 they took it. Actually, they he stopped wearing it. I think right around the time 
when they were at Duke and there was a foul that didn't get called or something like that, he went like apeshit running up and down the court. And yeah. He got I think he got two T's, got thrown out. I mean, it was it was bad. It was bad. It was funny, but it was bad. He goes ballistic, but, yeah, runs think... over somebody on 690, you know. Oh, yeah. So, um, <laughs> either he's either either he's going to – either he needs to walk away or he's trying to get to 50 years, which I think is – he's only – he's been there 47 years. He's trying to think he might try to come to two more years. I don't – yeah, he's been at SU for 47 straight years. Well, so, actually, it's probably more he, than I that think... with his – actually, his own college career, right? Didn't, didn't he go to yeah, SU? Yeah, he played. He played. He played four years before that. I mean, he's he's been a part of SU basketball for fifty-one years. He's coached for forty-seven. He's coached in some some capacity. aspect of it. Yeah, some capacity for 40, 47 years. So I'm wondering if he's trying to get to fifty. Um, I just don't think he's got to get it. Uh, I don't know. The I, I I foresee a lot of the players. I mean, Jared's a senior. He's gone, but I see a lot of the players on the team. I think some of them, I think you're going to see about half of them transfer mm-hmm. and go someplace else. So. And that's when you'll see a decision get made. Yeah. Like when, when most of your team I, just walks I, away I, on I, you. Right. I think it's, I, I think if that happens, it'll get made for him. Yeah. Kind of be like, mm, yeah, you, you, you need to go. But the thing is that will get made behind closed doors and it'll make it look like yes. he made the decision because you he can't to retire. Yes. You cannot. No, he, you're not publicly gonna tarnish that man's reputation. Unfortunately, no, you're not. Yeah, you're not gonna. You're not gonna go out and fire him. Yeah, it's his job. He, he it's his job till he walks away. But you can make it known that he needs to walk away. I think that's what they'll end up doing. Right. And you, you got to give the you give the team to Adrian Autry, who's his, his assistant head coach. I don't care who you put there. We think we talked about this uh, last year or something about. When Mike Hopkins was the coach there, he was his and he had enough. Be success. Yeah. yeah, just I think whoever you give it to has to realize that the shoes you're stepping into, no matter what you do, is never going to be good enough. Yep, so you're going to be under a microscope. There, right, you're never going to be as good as him. What you're about not going to be other... as good as Bayhack. Well, what about the other perspective on this? I mean, all this, he has to walk away, ageist bullshit, forcing someone to retire. I mean, I, I think the ACLU should get involved. You know, how would you feel if somebody did that to you? The only reason anybody knows what Syracuse basketball is, is because of him. I say he stays until he decides to fucking leave. Doesn't really matter if we win because we're in fucking Syracuse. We all lose anyway. Well, also, he's being mean to reporters, too. He's just being like. He like, always he, has, though. No, I know, but like he's. It's been, this is it's, getting. This is getting really bad. Oh, so he he's treating the reporters like you treat your girlfriend when she asks for some food, huh? Well, like no, like the reporters are doing their what? job. And... Yeah, he, he, yeah, he, yeah. You missed that, Kev. He, he was bad. He was mean to Emily. All she did was ask for some food, and he's like, "No, that's mine." Jack, like, fuck you! All of you have done that every time I, once. I, in the world. I don't care. Um, no, I know if I want right? some yeah, food, I go. You're insane. Get fucking that for words. I know what clip I'm isolating <laughs> this week. <laughs> and all she, and Kim, all she said to Jack was, "Can I have some more food, please?" Yeah, can I have some was, more? <laughs> No, my thoughts. <laughs> yeah, be, because you know, four and three quarters pounds of tater tot casserole wasn't enough for him. It's like the John Goodman skit in Family Guy. 
Don't lay off. I'm starving. Just it's eat. not like anything. You're just an asshole. <laughs> Welcome to the club. We're all assholes on this podcast. <laughs> Circles around. I think I'm, you're all rubbing off on me. I used to be this nice, humble person. <laughs> I remember when it just used to all be about the attitude era. Yeah. But go ahead, I'm done. I'm done. I mean, Paul said he was going to talk about some wrestling. Some wrestling. Just uh, unless you finish your sandwich and we can move on. Yeah, I'm you're good. not the only one that's done, Corbs. <laughs> uh, no, it's... Jack, won't, Jack won't be here next week. He'll be six feet under. I'll see you in the parking lot, brother. Sorry. <laughs> uh, no, just because I forgot to bring it up earlier, but um, to continue on my my what had me geeked, um, going to see some WWE action this weekend here uh, in Syracuse. Taking the kids to see uh, Road to WrestleMania house show here. Mm-hmm. Yep. Who's going to be there? Um, I can tell you who's not going to be there because I just found out there's another house show in Canada at the same time, and uh, the Bloodlines all there, which I'm means also Sammy, Kevin Owens, yeah, Kevin B. He's he's not going to be there either. Kevin um, B. Not be there. <laughs> well, he he's never given his last name on the show, so I didn't want to do that to him. <laughs> it sounds like a rapper, Kevin B. Heavy B. Um, but no, it's so far confirmed we have Cody Rhodes, um, Seth Rollins against Austin Theory, and Bailey, which probably means we're getting Becky Lynch to fight Bailey. So, oh, and maybe uh, Lita too. Lita, yes. Oh, now that they're how- the new women's tag team champions. How yes. exciting is that? Yes. I was so happy to see that. That, and I was also excited to see Trish. how how good Lita still looks. Yeah. Like, I, I, I was impressed. You don't mean looks, you mean, like, in the ring. In the ring, and looks. Yeah, I mean, she still she definitely still has it. I, yes. I, I don't even think it looked like she had ring rust on her. I mean, they didn't no. go through a, a technical match, but, you know, her wrestling, at uh, the time she was wrestling, it wasn't that technical. You know, she was probably one of the most technical, her and Trish, anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a step above, like, divas and girl wrestling, but it wasn't right. what it is now. It wasn't broad um, panties matches, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I'm pretty sure she could probably hang with yeah. uh, the current crop, though. She looked good. I mean, there there were a couple of flubs. I saw that during the match, but I couldn't do better. She, she was but she'd been away for what twelve years, something yeah. like that. Is that her, is it her been years? It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. So, um, do you think they're gonna try to plug Becky Lynch, Alita, Trish versus Bailey and her crew? Yeah, I think that's exactly what we're gonna see at WrestleMania. Yeah. Yep. Six, six woman tag. Six women, yes, six woman tag. Yep. I, now, I, I got I to ask this question. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Paul. Actually, I kind of did because I like doing that <laughs> shit. <laughs> so the WrestleMania show, is that – it's WrestleMania, so it's got all three brands. NXT is on Saturday. No, this NXT no, no, no. Episode? NXT okay. is still its own thing, right? Yeah. I, um, I mean, they bring people in from there sometime if they need somebody, but it, it's still considered its own thing. That doesn't mean that – So they, no, they're they're – are they the week? They're, they're the weekend before then, right, or whatever it is? Or didn't they, they just do a show? Well, we, we have a month. Do a yeah, I don't know. I, I, mean, I was watching. I watched NXT. And I... I wouldn't be shocked if they had an NXT to op- uh, match to open it up or something. But it's 
NXT hasn't been around long enough for us to really establish a pattern for WrestleMania. Right. Do they still do that Andre the Giant Battle Royale or something like that? That's that on like SmackDown thing? now, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Because uh, Madcap Moss won it last year. Um, before we move yeah. on from the wrestling thing, can we talk about some of the what looks like to be uh, Vince McMahon booking creeping back in? Uh, please do. What what specifically are you referring to? I, I'm talking about the uh, super underwhelming Brock Lesnar versus Omos. Or, you know, if you watch the show and you're Brock Lesnar, it's Omos. Um, well, you know, I, I don't I know what you're saying. That does seem like the kind of thing that Vince would do. But if it was Vince in charge of it, I, I think it would be Bobby Lashley again because he has a better physique and he has a more proven track record. And I think they'd be headlining. And which which is isn't the case. Here's the thing: if you're going to have Brock Lesnar in WrestleMania, he is a draw. He draws mm-hmm. money. They pay him a lot he of does. money to keep him on retainer for when they need him. So they want to put him in WrestleMania. He's yeah. already wrestled Bobby Lashley three times. Who else on the roster can really put up put up a good fight without a good story that's built up over months? Like, I mean, yeah, you could put Cody Rhodes against him, but you'd have to build that. Yes. Yeah. You know, you have that. to make it make, you know, Cody look like angry enough that somehow he could overcome the beast because of mm. all the crap that happened before. When you have a month to throw this together, Omos is the only other guy on the roster who you could look at and go, yeah, maybe he can throw Lesnar. around. It's, it's a physical realistic. challenge. Yes. Yeah. Because he's actually bigger than Lesnar, which not a lot of people in the world can say. But he can't go. He can't. But he, neither neither can Lesnar. OK, well, this is true. Yeah, this, this is like a three high spot match. Yeah, yeah, he's better now. He has done better in recent years. But really, if you look at his, you know, the the huge part of his career where he was running everything. Yeah, it was a three high spot match. It was like watching, yeah. you know, you know, Hulk Hogan versus the Iron Sheik back in the 80s. You know, th- those guys, you know, punches, you know, a few leg drops, you know, a, a body slam and then a finishing move. And you forgot the Iron Sheik with his two. Yeah. yeah. So I, that's I, a forty-year-old reference, but <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if that's necessarily Vince booking, or, or if it's more we just need to put Brock somewhere that makes sense. Yeah, it just screams Vince to me. It's it, it's the two big men, yeah, that are just going to go in and rest? break shit. And then the what high spot the- will be Brock f fiving Omos. Well, Triple is... H came out. What's up? I'm Wait, sorry. Go ahead. No. No. Ahead. Triple H came out. He was like, he wanted a shorter card. Did you guys see that? He wants to make it's WrestleMania. WrestleMania. You don't need a shorter card. You gotta remember, you really... WrestleMania started. It was one night. I mean, it was one night. Now it's two. When yeah, was it two? Nice. In, uh... One night, three hour, three hour event. Yeah. yeah. It's the biggest stars there. All these little Liberace. I mean, yeah, you had you know not these little matches and eyeball matches that they they build up like Houston. They build up for a couple months to to fill out a card. It was the biggest, the biggest stars. The, all the storylines culminating. Right. culminating, right? And all the belts were on the line. Yep. You know, and there wasn't seventeen different belts. It was you had at that time you had the tag belt, you had the horror heavyweight champion belt or the world champion belt and the intercontinental title that was it european title my belt's too far away to grab now you got a title for each brand you got tag titles for each brand it's just it's so convoluted and diluted you know 
you, you got to think about this though, Corbs. I understand what you're saying, but I'm really glad that we have multiple belts like that and belts per brand, especially given that you've got one guy and one team carrying all of those belts all the time. You know, it, Roman not Reigns and the Usos having it. Yeah, not for long, but for the past two years, three years. Plus, yeah. Yeah, um, they really needed to to build those other titles up so that there was stuff to throw out there and put on the line. Uh, but that being said, I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing to have multiple titles as long as they make sense. Having titles for each brand makes sense because you don't have a lot of brand cross-promotion stuff. And when You're not you supposed to. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it also means that when there's multiple titles, a title can change on Raw. Or SmackDown. That if you if you pare it down to three titles again, you're never going to see nothing's going to happen unless it's a pay per view. Yeah. yeah, true, true. And, um, and, and, and it was I remember growing up watching, you know, being a big part of wrestling in the, the 80s and 90s. That's when the titles changed. Attitude era. Change. Yeah, even before the Attitude era. Yeah, even before. Uh, yeah. You never saw a title change on uh, what was it? Yeah, WWE Superstars it was. Was Saturday. Right. Yeah. Saturday night, Saturday night Fever or whatever the hell that was. You, you never. If, that if was John fans, Travolta. You know Saturday night, whatever the hell it was. Saturday night main event. That's what it was. So yeah, it, you never saw the change hand. And if it did, if it did change hand hands there, it was a fluke type of thing. Like, it was a holy shit moment. Well, I yeah, mean, that might have might have happened more often. I don't recall, but that was actually their big live broadcast tv that that was more like monday night raw before there was yeah. a monday night raw but it wasn't like superstars which was just a syndicated show and all those matches you watch on superstars probably didn't even happen at the same house shows right we just edited it all together it was just to put something out that they could sell in syndication i just I remember, remember on monday night was oh, i remember on monday night raw what was it 1998 king of the ring first blood match stone cold lost to kane and then stone cold beat a I know, yeah. and Stone Cold won back the world title on Raw 24 hours later. But go yeah. ahead. Back to you, Paul. Um, I remember in the 80s going to a house show in Syracuse. And that's when when, when the magic was lost because it was a bunch of TV tapings. So we saw mm-hmm. Piper do like four Piper's pits in a row because they were taping them for like the next month on TV. And as a little kid, I'm like what the fuck is going on like why why but that, that was really cool and kevin is just bored you can see it on his face yeah we should move on all right yes moving on kevin's frozen no he's not he, he nope, thinks there he goes. he's in the darkness <laughs> all right so we will we'll move it on from wrestling um and sports to jack's erroneous questions of the week oh hit it all right Kev, number one through four, go. Two. Two, a classic Christmas movie. What is the name of the Grinch's dog and the how the Grinch stole Christmas? Oh, what the hell is his name? (laughs) What is the name of the Grinch's dog and how the Grinch stole Christmas? No. Doesn't he just call it dog? No. It specifically has a name. I know. So I'll keep my mouth shut. I don't know what it is. I don't know. Can I? Just because I do know it. I'm not trying Uh, to steal the question. I'm just going to give the answer because I know. Yeah, give it. Go ahead. Max. Yeah. All right. Paul. 
one, three, or four? Um, because the the three three is my thing. Three. The pub. Ooh. What soft drink began at Morrison's Drugstore in Waco, Texas, in 1885? One guess. Brad's drank. <laughs> no. Purple drink. The purple drink. Cherry phosphate. <laughs> uh, no, actually, Brad's drink was the original name for, I believe, Coca-Cola. Yeah, it's mm. not Coca-Cola. The, okay. the clue is actually in the question. I know you what think it is. About it. Steal it, Hugh. Go ahead. Dr. Pepper. Correct. Nice. It is? Yeah. The clue was in the question? Yep, it's because what soft drink began in Morrison's Drugstore in Waco, Texas? Doctor Drugstore. Yes, I got you. Very cool. All right. All right. Hugh. (laughs) Hugh, one or four? One. Video games. This one's easy. Oh, come on. That's not fair. What are the three playable species in the game of StarCraft? <laughs> you never played StarCraft? <laughs> no, I've never played StarCraft. Um, oh, shit. Probably humans and aliens and some other aliens. Vegetables. <laughs> it is human, but it's not the name of the species. Uh, I, I don't have any clue. I've never played Can I guess, too, if he doesn't? Yeah, sure. Herons, orcs, and... um. Something else that probably translated over into World of Warcraft. Starcraft, not Warcraft. I know, but they're related. They're the same but company. It is Terran, but it's not Warlock, though. I didn't say Warlock at all. You said but orcs. Orcs. Oh, I oh, said yeah, Orcs. You, no, it's okay. Terran or the humans. Okay. Go and ahead. Then I don't have a clue. Terran, Zerg, Protoss. I thought Zerg was in Toy Story. No, Zerg was actually in Starship Troopers. Oh. Man, I was hoping it was going to be classic gaming. And I was going to ask you, you know, you ever play that game Burger Time? Love Burger Time. That was a great game. When when you play that with your girlfriend, do you take the controller and run over all the food so that she can't get any of it? Exactly. (laughs) My my game. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucking awesome. Oh, that's awesome. All right, Uh Forbes, you you got the last one. Yeah. Chemicals of the body. So what brain chemical is known as the cuddle or the love hormone? Uh, endorphins. Nope. The tater totterones. <laughs> <laughs> That's my love hormone. <laughs> Paul, any? Um, dopamine? Ketamine. I, I think I know what it is. Oh. Is, it, is it oxytocin? Yeah. That's it. Woo! Look at you oh, go. It's you, Hugh. All right. That's that why he's the, the doctor. Tri- yep, the trivia is there. And now <laughs> back to you, Paul. I love this new format, by the way, Jack. I endorse it 100%. Perfect. All right. So let, let's hit you, hit off the, uh, the weekly topic, and it's going to be our second coming of the Bureau of Truth, since Kevin loved it so much the first time. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Now you guys remember the concept, right? Nope. No, okay. I don't know what you're talking about. That is where you are in charge of releasing the truth oh, about some yeah. of the the mm. the most closely guarded secrets oh, of the mankind. Confusing one. Okay, I get it. <laughs> okay. It is confusing. This time they come to you with your two files. Okay. First file. 
did Hitler actually die in that bunker? Okay. Jack, you should like that. That's a history one. It is. Or, still going with history, and we're running out of time. Shit. Um, did Oswald act alone? Ooh. Okay. So when okay. we come back, I'd love to hear your answers and why. Stick with us, guys. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Craig Palmer. If you ever aspire to be a wrestler, come on down to Upstate Wrestling Entertainment, located at 1121 Glenwood Avenue in York. We're open every Tuesday and Thursday from 6.30 p.m. until 9 p.m. Come on down and join us. See you then. Looking for the hottest new comic on the shelf or a key back issue to complete your run? How about that rare statue or action figure that you've scoured the internet looking for? Come to Collectibles Galore, located in North Syracuse with ample off-street parking. Collectibles Galore has a huge selection of comics, toys, and rare pop culture items you won't find anywhere else. Comics Galore is always buying comics and toys and will give you the fairest price for your collection. New customers get 15% off their first purchase in-store. Collectibles Galore for all of your pop culture needs. Stop in and see for yourself why Collectibles Galore is THE king of comics. Okay, so to reiterate, Bureau of Truth, you have two files. Which one are you going to pick? The one that tells whether Hitler survived the bunker or he really committed suicide? Or did Oswald act alone in the assassination of John F. Kennedy? Who wants to go first? I am not going to let Jack go first. I am going to go first. And I am going to say that I, I want to know if Oswald acted alone. And I'm going to say why, because I never was interested in this story for any reason whatsoever until I read 112263 by Stephen King. Phenomenal book. I read it. I listened to the audio book and I watched the movie that came out. Um, it was a multi-part. It was a short, short, short uh, on Hulu, right? series on Hulu. James um, Franco. James Franco did a phenomenal job. Didn't exactly follow the book, but did a, did a really good job. Um, and the, the, the part that really enthused me was Stephen King at the very end of it talked about how long he had been interested in this story and how much data he had collected about what happened, when it happened, who was involved, you know, the, 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 the breakdown of the events. And that's what really got to me was how interested this man who is so accomplished and has written so many stories, 
how interested he was in this story is what is is what really captured me. And so, yeah, I, I'd want to know. I want to know more about, you know, uh, in, what what were the real details around this? Who else was involved? Was it a conspiracy? Um, I, that that's that's where I'm at. All right, I'll go next. Um, I'm going to go with Oswald as well, only because if Hitler did survive the bunker, he's dead by now. So it really doesn't matter. Um, somebody involved in the assassination of uh, John F. Kennedy could still be alive. So. Uh, I'm also going to go with, with JFK. Um, it's more of a personal thing for me. Uh, my father, a retired police officer, did uh, a bunch of research on it. He read some of the Warren Commission, all the stuff. So he took a trip to Daily Plaza, all that stuff. I would like to know, like Kevin, was it a conspiracy? Who was involved? Was there a second or even a third gunman? Did Oswald do it all by himself? Stuff like that. That if if that ever came out, and it, it's never going to come out. I mean, there's a, there's stuff there's you know, stuff that's you know sealed for hundreds of years that I think tells the truth of actually what happens. And they're waiting until people, the people that are still alive, like you were saying, are still alive, are dead. And then it'll come out, and you'll find out that either there was gunman on the grassy knoll there was a gunman on the overpass there was a gunman in the car type whatever it was you're going to find out eventually what it is so but i would like to know just be just for a personal just personally i'd like to know because it's been a thing of my father's for so long nice. so if i had a chance to put put those put that document out there that proved that if it was or wasn't i would like to be able to say dad there you go Paul? Um, I would also go with the JFK assassination, but I have to say that I would be very tentative to do it because you're going to air a lot of dirty laundry that's going to go out because, because the idea of this is that you're, you're presenting this to the, the whole world mm -hmm. afterwards. And there's going to be a shit storm when you find out that our government was involved in this. For real. Yeah, I'm sure people will make some real angry TikTok videos. Yeah. <laughs> Our government just released the fact that they think that, you know, the conspiracy theories that, that happened at the beginning of COVID is actually what they believe now. So our government is a bunch of confused assholes. So fuck them. Anyway. There's that. Yeah. Yes. That, burn it all down. Um, yeah, burn it. Yeah. Burn it. I mean, which right is where, where I think this goes. Like, that's that's shockwaves and it's for the really same reason think anybody gives a shit about jfk enough that 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 would be the thing that takes us down look at I, this I, group of assholes here and that's yeah, every, yeah the thing but that everybody look at how at. ineffective we are at changing the world okay there's that Inle yes. unless unless you get the we, 20 and 30 somethings involved and they don't care we can't They're get subscribers nobody fucking gives a fuck about us this is true they think JFK was a mini series on Netflix. Yep. Half of them probably don't even realize that was a real person. Yep. There's that. Right. Um, All right. But Let's yes, I would Jack. also go with the same one. And now, Jack, bring it home. Let's go, unit.
unanimous by decision. What? I'll agree oh, with everybody shit. on the board here. Okay. 11, 22, 19, 63. You had to do it to me. Like, you're all hitting on the key points. Like, I was actually going to go with the Hitler thing, but he beat me to it. He's already dead, so I can't go there. I feel like I, I, went, I go back and forth several times because I've done a lot of research, like your father, Corbs, with the JFK assassination. A former Marine, does he act alone? Magic bullet? I don't know. Like, if you watch the interview with Lee Harvey Oswald, he is staring into the camera. He's like saying his goodbyes to his wife. And he knows he's going to be assassinated, I feel. Like, he already knows he's going to die. So, like, our government is some way behind the, behind this. Because if you release the JFK assassination file, you're going to release the RFK assassination file. Because whoever killed John F. Kennedy is behind the RFK assassination as well. His brother. Be- yep. Because this family is corrupted. They're cursed. Because they bought their way into the White House. Because the father paid so many favors off. Because the father wanted to be president over... Um, Isn't that how you get into the White House? Franklin mm-hmm. Delano Roosevelt. But they were a dirty family, how they got into the um, the, the politics, because he really wanted... The father, um, Joe Kennedy, really wanted to be president. But his, his wife was like, you will be a good public servant, and you will serve under the president of the United States. So John F. Kennedy actually wasn't even supposed to be president. It was supposed to be his older brother, but that's another story for another time. Like what Paul, I mean, I bet right when he got Paul shot, says, you like, open up I'm this- not even supposed to be here today. <laughs> well, when he got shot, he actually had a back brace on because he had a back problem his whole life. If he did not have that brace on, he would have hunched over and he would have lived and not have been assassinated. That back brace actually fucked him over because that held him upright. When he was in the motorcade, he's standing, he's like this in the motorcade. So when the, the bullet hit him, that actually caused more ricochet and all that. Well, I mean, that? can anyone here say that if they were having an affair with Marilyn Monroe, they wouldn't need a back brace too? Yeah. He had more so, when, well, so his Jack, brother had... Go ahead, what? Okay. The, the, only, the only thing I'm going to say about that is a, a, good, a good sniper, it wouldn't make any difference how hunched over he was. He could have been behind something. It wouldn't have made any difference. The problem, the, the real problem I have with the story, and and the only reason I know this is because I actually went and I actually uh, read a little bit more about this. The, the the biggest problem I have with with this whole story is, and, and I happen to know a little bit about firearms. Oswald Oswald's training with firearms and the firearm he had. Those two things combined make it almost impossible for him to have been able to make that shot from where okay. he was. And what he hit and how he hit him. And how fast there, he did. It would have taken an act of God for that to have, have worked out correctly. Now, I'm not saying it couldn't happen. It could have. But the reality is someone, somehow, some somebody, some organization wanted that to happen. Oswald was probably the fall guy. They knew he was going to try it. They, they'd been watching him. They knew he was going to try it. So, hey, fuck it. Let's just hang it on this asshole. There was at least one, two, maybe even three other snipers ready to make that shot with far better firearms. That 100%. Would have, that, that, that without question would have made that shot as it did that day. And, and, and yeah. No, 100%. Like Paul said it best, too. You open up that file, you release that. 
it's unfortunate. A lot of kids don't know their history. They probably don't know a John F. Kennedy, who he was. But you open that file, you will open up a can of worms you do not want to open. Because honestly, you could. I know this is kind of, this is actually going away from your uh, question, Paul. Because like I said before, you open up this file, this will tell you about the RFK assassination as well. And Sirhan yeah. Sirhan, the guy that killed RFK, supposedly, is still alive. You can interview him, so you can get your information you need. Because I don't think... Yeah, because I don't think he acted alone too in that assassination. So, but I would definitely do the JFK assassination. But, open that file up. And if you think about that, Jake, you were talking about the about the Kennedys and stuff. I mean, JFK was the was a president. RFK was going to be president. Ted was going to be president next after him. It, it was a there was a, a, a they were in line. It was going to line up where it was a dynasty. Every years, yeah. Well, yeah, every year was going to be another Kennedy. In the in the White House, exactly so, because yeah, go ahead. So when so when they killed JFK, it didn't scare Robert away. He kept going. When they killed him, Ted Kennedy's like, "Fuck that, I'm out." And they killed they killed his secretary or whatever it was. It was I think it was supposed to be him that was in the car that got killed and not her. Well, exactly. He was supposed to die. So. Well, yeah, because JFK was president, but he was the second son to Rose and Joe Kennedy. But John, John's brother, Joe Jr., the oldest Kennedy, was only 20 years old, but he died in World War II from a plane crash. And then JFK's sister, Kathleen, died in a plane crash as well. And then Rose Mary Kennedy, the third oldest, the oldest daughter, she had a lobotomy done. So, so she was in an institution for her whole life. That family is whole corrupted, but like Teddy was supposed to go against Nixon and Nixon was not supposed to win that election, but Teddy got scared off after RFK got assassinated because, yeah, no, he did not want to do it anymore. But we're getting off topic, but I would definitely open up the JFK assassination and very carefully uh, release it to the public because our own government, I think we can all agree, I think they are behind it. Because you watch Jack Ruby assassinate Lee Harvey Oswald, watch that for frame by frame, you can see Lee Harvey Oswald looking at the camera. He's like, okay, I'm ready. Yep, here we Kill go. Me now. Yep. Let's here, do it. Here it comes. Yep. But good questions, <clears throat> Paul. I like, the his- I like the history. Shit, I think we could deep dive into that whole topic there for a while. I can talk well, hours you, about this. Yep. Yeah. Nice. But we're going to move on. I can make on. some TikTok videos. They killed the president. Or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> they won't be up there. <laughs> what is this? Hey, wait, wait, I got something to say. My girlfriend told me to be more in touch with my feminist side. So I crashed the car and then ignored her for the rest of the day for no reason. <laughs> the return of the dad joke, I love but it. But did you let her eat corbs? <laughs> she, yeah, no. she definitely, we definitely, I definitely allowed her to eat. Yeah, she, that makes one of us here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's bring this shit home, guys. What have you been watching? Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Kev. I'll make All it right. quick. The only thing I've gotten to watch is Last of Us. So listen, not watching Supernatural on your breaks anymore. No, nobody watches <laughs> that. Listen, <laughs> no, I'm trying. Let the the Last of Us. Awesome, amazing, phenomenal, fantastic. Why don't you great, suck its great, dick, Kev? Great, whatever. So. But but yeah, whatever. So oh, Neil, whatever you said, whatever. Other other than the Last of Us, though, 
Kathy and I have been watching Dark on Netflix. I don't like. Have Have anybody anybody else even taken? I don't even this? know what that is. Okay, I do. Isn't it in another language? It is. So so Dark was made by the same producers, directors, producers that made 1899. And you know we watched 1899 first. We shouldn't have. We should have watched Dark first. But it was made in German, all German. Um, a phenomenal way to look at time travel and how and how time in how how it could make a knot. So how how the, the, the strands of time can actually overlap each other. Um we're we're one episode away from finishing the third season. It was only three seasons. It wasn't until a third from the last episode in this last season that we actually realized what was going on amazing thought provoking just every single episode we have to stop and we have to decompress we have to discuss what we saw what we think we saw and and we have to you know figure out how how it all works out and who it is we're seeing because you see people and in this timeline and then the older timeline, the older timeline again, or the, or the, or, or future it's, it's, it's phenomenal. Well-written, well-acted, watch it in the original language with subtitles. Trust me, you will not be disappointed. Then watch 1899, 1899. It's incredibly important that you watch it in the original language because Almost everyone in that movie or show speaks a different language, but you watch the people interact with each other. And it's the way they interact with each other that makes the story phenomenal. They're both absolutely phenomenal. I can't I, I can't tell you more about them because I don't want to give away too much. Totally worth it. Totally worth it. Just do it. Next. Question. Both of them, eighteen ninety nine and dark, not kid friendly, right? The kids wouldn't get it. No, They're, and I'm used to that. <laughs> dark is dark has um, uh, nudity, uh, okay. sexual oh, yes, scenes, question. and yeah. and uh, suicide scenes. So not, I wouldn't okay. say, I wouldn't say for kids. Definitely not for because kids. it it makes it much harder for me because I know. the time crunch. Um. And I'm going to go next, if you guys don't mind. Go ahead. Because I've discussed this movie before. But when we came back, because I just did another trip to Atlanta. When we came back, I decided that I was going to watch Clerks 3 again. And Madison watched it with me now. Because she made the argument that she's a teenager now. And I figured, of the three Clerks movies... Has everyone seen this by now? Yeah. Corbs. You'll have to come over some night. I have it. Clerks three, I, I know the, Jack and Kev have seen it. What was the general it's, synopsis? It's pretty heavy, the third one, though. It is. <laughs> and Madison started with Clerks Three because it's the only one that's reasonably appropriate enough for a 13-year-old. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Um Oh, yeah, because it was funny at one point with all the drug references with Jane Bob. Kristen looks at me and she goes, "Did you forget about this part?" <laughs> um, what did Madison, she think, though? 
<laughs> she loved it for, and she admitted that she didn't get all, some of it, but she literally stood up and clapped at the end of it. Wow! As I'm, I'm wiping tears away. Um, because when it came out, it affected me. You two saw it, Jack and Kev. It affected me. I cried during the movie. Since, after dealing with the death of my father and how he died, it affects me even more. I've watched it three times since then. And every time I cry my eyes out. And Kristen said while watching it, she said, why do you put yourself through this? And I'm like, it's a really good movie. Like it was, it's heartbreaking for me every time, but it's really good. And even when I know what's coming, like and I've noticed every time, I start crying earlier in the movie because I know what's coming. <laughs> um, and because Corbs hasn't seen that, I don't want to let on to what I'm talking about. But I did. Talk about it all you want. It doesn't bother me. You know that shit. It's a pretty big thing. You really don't mind? Go for it. Okay. You know, <laughs> you know what? If he doesn't spoil it for you, Corbs, you're never going to have it spoiled because nobody's talking about this movie. I am. Paul's talking about right now. Go ahead, Paul. What makes you cry? (laughs) Um. Well, the whole premise of the movie is Randall has a a heart attack and survives it, and he shouldn't survive it because it's it's a a widowmaker. It's it's literally they explain it throughout there that he should die from that. He didn't. We also find out that Randall has a very small dick, apparently. Um. So you know, him and I have a thing. Um. He survives it, and then he re- gets the epiphany that he wants to make a movie about his life. He basically wants to make Clerks. Very meta. Um, And throughout it, he's making the movie, and we find out that Dante's life completely went to shit after Clerks 2. Becky was pregnant with their child. Rosario Dawson's character. Got hit by a drunk driver. They died. Her and the baby. He basically has just been in anguish since. He's still there for Randall. He's doing everything he can to help out Randall to make this movie. It all comes to a head at the end of it. There's a huge emotional scene. He collapses. He has a heart attack. He doesn't make it. Dante dies. My father died from heart issues. That's how it is. I don't know if I've I've said that on the show or not. I we've we've circled it, but so that hits really close to home now. Plus, I mean, these are characters that have been ridiculously important to me for my entire adult life, and so to see one of what I considered my friends because I've when when Clerks Two came out, that's what I I said about the movie was it was like catching up with old friends. So to now in this middle age, none of us being in, you know, optimal health, let's be honest, seeing that it's a huge culture shock and it gets me every time I I cry my eyes out every fucking time I watch this movie, but I love the movie because there are a lot of funny parts. I mean, Jesus Christ, at one point, Jay jumps out and screams, shut the fuck up. It's nighttime. That gets me every time. I did that to Kristen earlier today, by the way. I just bound into her office and screamed that at her. She's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? There you go, Paul. Yeah. 
Um, what the fuck is that? Tissues? Getting... <laughs> I got my own yeah. box right here. All right. Um, <laughs> but he so tissues next to his computer. Well, yeah. I mean, um, <laughs> so yes. So so now I've I've now shared that with Madison because Madison is now a teenager. She doesn't let me forget that. Now she gets to ride in the front seat of the car, and now she told me she's old enough to watch Clerks. I'm like, well, Clerks three, <laughs> three. <laughs> so that's that's what we watched. And on the plane, um, I did finally get to see Get Out. Mm. Have you guys all seen that movie? Yes. Yep. <sighs> Such a good movie, and I'm not going to ruin that one because Kevin, you need to see that. What is it? It's a Jordan oh, Peele movie. It's so good. It's um, I I really can't say much without yeah, giving anything away. It's phenomenal. Just trust me, you will love it. Not like a Clerks, you will love it. Like I said before, but <laughs> this is a phenomenal movie. That's very good. Yes, but I've monopolized enough of this segment. Moving on. Well, I'm gonna ask my question again, Paul, because I didn't okay. get to your answer. Um, have you continued to watch that? Um, I have not, and it's because there's been too much going on. Okay. I want to continue on. Um, the only thing I can say is what I told you in a text message. I watched episode two and yeah. I, I I know that what did I God, it was a while ago now. What did I say to you? Uh horror tropes are a thing. Yeah. Because the black guy dies first. <laughs> <laughs> and then we saw the dead kid from Glee and young Han Solo in the episode. Yeah. You're going to see a ton of stars you recognize. I'm um, sure. Cause it was on for so long. Yeah. Um, good. Just, I wanted to check in. Um, we finished our rewatch of supernatural um, a couple days ago. Um, I'll tell you, I, I tried to say at the, at the very end, I said, Hey, can we stop on episode 19? Um, because I didn't want to watch the last one because episode 19 was the perfect wrap up for the series and they should yeah. have stopped there. You said that before. That's yeah, right. yeah, it was it was perfect. It, it, they, I walked away happy. I, in fact, thought the show was over and I had misread how many episodes they were because it felt like a, a series finale, even with a music montage showing scenes from the entire 15 year history at the end of it. I'm like, this is it. Okay. It was only 19 episodes. Then I, I go to see what I go to check reviews to see what other people thought of it. And they're like, Oh, the second to last episode of the penultimate ultimate episode. I'm like, what? You're like, There's wait a minute. One? Yeah. What? Yeah. Completely destroyed me. Um, I cried like a baby. And the worst part is with, with dinner, we had these stuffed jalapenos. So I was eating those, and then I'm trying to wipe tears out of my eyes, and then it's oh, fucking no. jalapeno. No. Yeah, it was it was just the worst timing. It sucked. Um, but we moved on from that, and here was my master plan. So like, all right, we finally got Avery to watch a show we like, watch a long show. I'm going to try something here. I don't know if it's going to work. We're now about seven episodes into Stargate SG-1. I'm really surprised. I didn't think that I could get over is that she would be interested in sci-fi she even said something like oh i don't like sci-fi it's dumb and i'm like you haven't even watched sci-fi what is that based on fucking minecraft <laughs> uh, uh but so far i mean her and the wife are both watching it we started with the movie we then we started with the tv series has anyone here watched sg1 no is that gonna be no. the new supernatural uh, well no it's an older show than supernatural no no i'm saying as oh. far as geek pad works is that the new supernatural now now that you broke me and got me started on oh supernatural. no 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 i mean I, I will say this 
Um, SG one shouldn't have the same stigma that supernatural has. It was just a great show. Um, and it's not out of line with anything else you would normally watch. So uh, if you get the chance, watch it. It's a, it's an excellent series. There's a reason the franchise also went for 15 years. So, um, and hopefully is going to be coming back in some form. That's soon. what I heard. Yeah. yeah. The other thing that I watched this past week is Knock at the Cabin, the new M. Night Shyamalan movie. Ooh, how was that? Uh, he, here's the thing. I read the original book, The Cabin at the End of the World by Paul Tremblay uh, mm-hmm. and loved it. Everything in this movie was really good. I mean, even the char- character, the act- actor they cast as the little girl looked exactly like she looked in my head. Um, so I was like, holy crap, that, that doesn't usually happen. Really good movie. Dave Bautista knocks it out of the park with a, dr- a dramatic role, believe it or not. I don't like the ending because they changed it for Hollywood. And and I'm like, oh, are you fucking kidding? Because the ending of that book was one of the best things about it. But it, it's literally the last five minutes. They go okay. in a different direction. Uh, and, and, you know, if you haven't read the book, you're probably completely fine with that. Um, I just know what the author's original intention was. And that's about as far away from it as you can possibly get. Okay. Good to know. That's it. That's all I got this week. All right. Boys. Uh, the only thing I'll add is um still watching that '70s show with Emily. We watched that like on Saturday nights. I don't know, like like I said, like I'm rewatching it. I never really saw episode by episode, but we just finished the episode where Eric just walked down Red and Kitty having sex, and literally they set him down, and he's like, "Oh my god!" They're like, "Are you on dope?" He's like, <laughs> "He's like dumbass, go rake the yard or something like that." I don't know what it was, but like it's like a show that you can just like really just laugh out loud. And, it's just like a great show and like I don't know, just still enjoying that show, I guess. Nice. You know, Jack, I've never watched that show. When you're watching it, what kind of snacks do you not let Emily have? <laughs> nothing. She can watch it with nothing. My it's food. nothing, sir. <laughs> Good day, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I love that that's been a through line through the whole show. <laughs> you just have to embrace it now. I'm just fuck it. I don't give a fuck anymore. I'm done. <laughs> You know what's going to happen is this summer when we have the party and she comes over, I'm going to just like yank snacks away from her. Like, nothing for you. Nothing. <laughs> She'll be like, oh, what you got to do is you got to make a tater tot casserole and not give her any. Yeah, give it to all you guys. Like, like yo, try it. this. Try it. Try this. And then she's like, oh, can I have a piece? No. No. <laughs> Corbs, what are you watching, buddy? Uh, I watched a. Uh, TV show or a series on Netflix called Full Swing. Fucking uh, golf. It's all about golf. Yeah, it's all about golf. So I, I almost think in full golf. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it, it goes through like uh, uh, players on the, the, the tour. So there's a couple of guys on the tour, Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas. They've been friends since they were 10 years old and they're both on the tour. They're they're top 10 players in the world, top 15 players in the world or whatever it might be. Um, it just it goes by shows how they're, they're friends and how they compete and they want to beat each other um, on the course, stuff like that. It, it goes through a bunch of different, different things and whatnot with uh, behind the, behind the scenes, which is kind of rare. You don't get a lot of behind the scenes looks at the PGA tour. Um, so they talk about some of the, the rookies on the on tour Um you know, guys that maybe haven't won much on the tour. They do. T- they do touch on the live, live tour, and guys going from PGA to the live, and how the guys there don't like it. The the 
traditionalists for the PGA Tour are pissed that these guys are going to, to live for the money and stuff like that. So, but it was an interesting series. Um, I'm hoping they come out with a second season. I don't know if they will or not. It's kind of tough to come out with a second. You can't really, I mean, you can dive into some older guys and stuff like that and, and whatnot, but it's, it's tough, but it was, it was a fun series. Uh, I just wanted to watch it because I'd seen it being advertised. So I was kind of like, Oh, I want to take a look at this real quick. And I started watching it and, you know, they're about 40, about an hour long, maybe a little less, little like 45 minutes long or whatever. So that was, it was a nice, it was a nice watch. Um, if you're into golf, it's it's really nice to watch and, and stuff like that. But if you got no interest in it, like most of you guys. Um, <laughs> I'm going to need another sandwich. <laughs> Some of that good, good chocolate or something like so, that. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's all, I, that's, all I, that's all I watched was that. So Outstanding. Oh, yeah. News came out that we're getting a new AEW uh, reality show. Apparently. Following around the pillars from the sounds of it. Yeah. All right. Um, that means speaking nothing of, to speaking Kev. Of, yeah. Speaking of sons, so uh, my uh, my ex is watching Sons of Anarchy. I finally convinced her to watch it. Oh boy, that's quite a ride. Yeah, she's already, no she's, no pun intended. She just texts me. She she texts me. She's like, I, I fucking hate you. Hmm. I'm like, why? She's like, I'm like six seasons in already. Damn. She's like binge watching it. Yeah, she's been watched like two last two weeks that she watches. I think she watched shit over a weekend. One weekend she watched two se- the first two seasons or whatever. Girl needs life. I was like shit. <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> so, yeah, so yeah, she's been she's been watching that. So she's texting me all. She's been texting me. I mean, she texts me anyways because you know, we talk about her child and whatnot. But yeah. but she's like, oh my god, I watch this, and she's like, I hate the I hate the Marshall and stuff like that. So. <sighs> I, I can't. I can't tell her anything. Right. I can't yeah, say, well, just... You don't have to worry about it. Not very long. Yeah. I'm waiting for her to. She. She keeps saying she's like I can't stand this case. Such a, he's, he's such an asshole and stuff like that. I, I'm thinking you ain't gonna really worry about it. He's only in it about five episodes. <laughs> <laughs> That'll kill him. So. But yeah. So I, I was gonna. I was gonna tell you off mic, but I figured that fuck. I'll bring it up on Fantastic. here. Fantastic. So. All right. I think that about does it, boys. All right. Is it nugget time? I think it's nugget time. <clears throat> Little known fact. Before the crowbar was invented, crows simply drank at home. Good night, everybody, and mega white me bitches. This has been a Geek Pod Network production. Hi, this is Craig Palmer. If you ever aspire to be a wrestler, come on down to Upstate Wrestling Entertainment located at 1121 Glenwood Avenue in New York. We're open every Tuesday and Thursday from 6.30 p.m. till 9 p.m. Come on down and join us. See you then.